This is Pucks and Bolts with Casey Hudson and Kaylee Mizell. Absolutely, Kaylee. And what's poetic about that 4-1 to one win is the fact that now they're 4-4-1 versus the Metropolitan Division opponents so far this season. So I thought that was kind of cool. But what that I really funny. loved about their game is that they were almost the sole owners of this game through 40 minutes. Now, yeah. The shots on goal in the first period, yeah, the Flyers had them by two, but it was that second period that you and I have mm-hmm. talked about so many times on Pucks and Bolts. That second period, they had a 17-2 to shot on goal advantage. Talk about yep. completely dominating. That's also where they racked up two of their goals, two of their four of the night. So to find them, we've talked about strides, we talk about peaking at the right time in hockey, but to now find a way to stay in the game during that second period and to make it count to set yourself up for better success come the third or not chasing the game uh, in the second or the third period is so important. But of course, I wanted to text you last night, but I was ice skating, trying to get my own little hockey moment to myself. um, And I had a wager with my roommate, but what Ooh. I did want to text you about is that when you look at this game, and especially that first and second period, those third and fourth lines got involved. They We're certainly did. I was hoping about. that you brought that up. Yes. Oh, Casey, yeah. you are a hundred percent right. I loved seeing those other lines get involved. Um, and I especially think that Ross Colton and Corey Perry, that line, that third line, they're really yep. starting to gel. Um, and I think they're really starting to gel together. That second period, just like you said, this Lightning team was able to come out and really make the most of what they're doing. And there's a few different guys getting involved. We're seeing more from Ian Cole, which we talked about a few episodes ago. It's yes, so it good to see him. He's really coming on the scene. He was involved in that uh, Nick Paul goal that Steven Stamkos, a thousandth point, came on. Um, and so he's, he's really playing up very, very well getting into the mix. And we always know that whenever you see one of the defenders kind of get into the mix and grow in confidence offensively, that bodes well to what this lightning team tries to do. Um, and then yes, of course, I love the fact that it, again, it's Ross Colton, Corey Perry. Corey Perry has had some good looks. I I think that that Corey Perry, some of his shots are about to start falling because he's had some good looks um, in these past few games. And so I think some shots are about to start falling for him. It's only a matter of time. Corey Perry is a goal scorer. Um, that's what he's that's that truly is what he spent a lot of his career doing. Um, mm-hmm. He can do other things well. I mean, obviously, like, you know, he can go out there. He can fight. He can drop the gloves. He can go and, and he, you know, he's a big chirper. He he he's is a, a multi yeah, he's a multi-talented kind of player, but he definitely can score goals, as can Ross Colton. I mean, Ross Colton, before he came to the NHL, was the leader, I'm pretty sure, in the AHL, led in goals in that last year that he had in the AHL before they brought him up into the NHL, before the Bolts' first, second, before the Bolts' second Stanley Cup um, championship season. So really, really great to see those guys get involved. And so funny, Casey, to see Andre Vasilevsky on the scorecard as a second assist. Look at Vasi there. And and actually, I wonder how many times this has happened because technically on the Bolts' fourth goal, it was Mm -hmm. all defenders. So Andre Vasilevsky gets the second assist. 
Eric, Eric Chernak gets the first assist, and then Ian Cole gets the 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 goal. I don't know how often that happens. Where there weren't any forwards involved in that goal at all. It was all like defenders, and then the goalie. Such a hilarious moment. I think uh, I think that's so funny. Yeah, get a oh. man that can do both things for you, right? Andre Vasilevsky. Not, not only is he the backbone of this team in the net, but that man can also add some points to the scoring as well. I know I did find that fascinating. And we've talked so much on here too about like when defensemen can get involved offensively, it just it it brings a whole different um skill set and, and asset to this team, but it also generates this different kind of energy when you know that you're protected yep. from the back end all the way up to the front. But you said something about multi-skilled and Corey Perry. And yes. it made me realize for somebody who, you know, is typically known as a scorer, who's about to start landing some of these shots on goal that he's putting up. We know that he almost had a huge chance versus the Bruins. It was nice to see him in the score column in this game, but Corey Perry actually has recorded 196 multi-point games in his career and 68 multi-assist efforts. Mm. So, of course, those final numbers come from last night's efforts and contribution because Corey Perry comes up with two assists, and one of those assists was almost his goal. Um, and we uh, also... Yes. I think I've made this reference here before on Pucks and Bolts. Guys, stick with me. I'm kind of a geek, but... Uh, Anybody who loves hockey has to be some bit of a nerd when it comes to Mighty Ducks and all that stuff. But I can't yeah. get over one of the the movies where they dump the trash on the ice. And it's like, yes, and the Flying Bee, of course. But it's picking up the trash, which is obviously, you know, you practicing cleaning up rebounds and continuing to have that offensive strike and attack. But that's what you saw last night in Corey Perry's goal or Corey Perry's almost goal. And it was Ross Cole and they came and cleaned up the trash and helped secure yeah. that. And he was yep. so strategic about it. He came in hot and you could tell that the Flyers were frustrated after because there was a little shove on Ross Colton after and he didn't even, yeah. he didn't even flinch. But um, that just to back up what you said about Corey Perry and his ability to get in the scoring column, but also help assist wise, he's that guy that can contribute. And while it's been a silent beginning for this third and fourth line, I think that it's the turning point. And that was one of the keys that I had heading into this game. They started to tilt the ice versus the Bruins. I wanted them to bring that energy, that aggression, uh, that strategy, that skill into this game. And they did it. They were, they were big factors. They had the most shifts, the third and fourth line in the first two periods. Yeah. They really played a fantastic game overall. And Casey kind of going back a little bit to that defense and to what we saw from this defense, because they got involved as well. Mm -hmm. I think that this is one of the best games that the lightning had in terms of their penalty kill. And now I know that they're, they're facing off against a team that it ranks last in the NHL in terms of their power play, but it's a confidence booster. The yeah. Flyers were 0 for 3 on the penalty kill. And when you look at when they took those penalties, it was the first and second period. In fact, they took two penalties in the second period. Mm-hmm. And the Lightning almost got a shorty on one of their, uh, uh, on one of the Flyers. Power <laughs> I know exactly because, because the Lightning, they were just able to defend so well. They were able to push. The penalty kill was really, really strong. And this mm-hmm. Lightning team, feeds off of that. They feed off of a really good penalty kill. They feed off of that momentum and all of the momentum swung in favor of the lightning in this game from, you know, from the power play goal to start the game off 
to Steven Stamkos' 1,000th career point, this Lightning team was going to win this game. Their their fight, their effort, their will, uh, it was so strong in this game. Um, and I think that you saw that whenever you look at the penalty kill and then how the penalty kill, again, feeds into other parts of their game. Because, again, yep. it's easy to say that the second period was easily the Lightning's best period in that game last night. Two even strength goals, two penalty kills. They almost got a shorty goal on one of those PKs. So that was easily their best period. And I don't think that it comes as a surprise to say that they had two penalties that they were able to kill off in that period, and mm -hmm. that gave them some momentum. Absolutely. And I think what makes it so significant is that as a team that's looking to make another playoff run and then some, where you are falling short, where your weaknesses come in, you want to be able to clean that up game by game. And I think that they did that. That was a conversation that you and I have had with the players as well as Coach Cooper. Sunday, the PK wasn't really hitting the power play when they decided, okay, we ought to do better here. Well, I think they've had a power play goal. Um, they've hit nine different power play goals since that was a big issue that wasn't clicking. So then all of a sudden that starts clicking. Then it was the penalty killness to take that next step. That was Coach Cooper's exact words. It's time for them to take the next step. Nick Paul gave us specifics. We saw that next step happen last night in this game. But as for special teams as a whole, something that helped and something we always talk about here is, you know, faceoffs or, you know, success starts in the circle. Their faceoff percentage was one of the best of the season at 65%. And they were stellar in the faceoff column when it came to power plays alone, opening up that opportunity for Nick Paul to get them on the board early. And I don't know what's going on with whoever scores first is more than likely going to score more than once that night because we had Braden Point do it in back-to-back -back games. Now you got yeah. Nick Paul with two in the tally there, but it was really cool to just see how what they're focused on and what they what they want to clean up and turn around. They have the capability of doing it. It just shows you how much this team is all on the same wavelength there. So huge shout-out to Belly as well as Paul for being successors in that face-off circle, helping that average, helping put their team in the best position possible, but to walk away with four goals, to have a balanced attack between the power play working and even strength continuing to step up. And now it's not just the first and second line conversation. You said it, Kaylee, at the top of the segment. This is one of the most complete games that they have played. Now, would one argue that they maybe got a little lackadaisical in the third period? I don't know. That's Maybe, where the score and they had less yeah. shots on goal, but they defended very well still, in my opinion. Yeah, in case they accidentally got mixed up. The 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 two uh, to this point, I was gonna bring this up. The two PKs actually came in the third period. Um, so yeah. excuse me on that. There was one PK in the second, two in the third. And I think that that does kind of like you know, like of course, when you're on the penalty kill the other mm -hmm. team and, you know, with it pulling their goalie and a few other things, right? Like they're going to probably get a little bit more offensive zone time. But mm -hmm. the biggest thing is that it doesn't matter. And we talked about this a few episodes ago. It doesn't necessarily matter the quantity of shots. It matters the quality of shots. Yeah. And the Lightning were still able to keep them a little bit on the outside, defend well. When you look at the high danger chances – in this game, the Lightning had 19 high danger chances, and oh the Flyers had two. Of all of the shots, because they did have a lot of shots in the uh, yeah. in the third period, none of them were high danger opportunities. None of them. Oh. So, of of the yeah, I mean that's a big deal. Of the 11 shots on goal, none of them were high quality 
shots. Mm -hmm. And again, that's, that's something that this lightning team, they take into account, even again on the penalty kill, because they had about, let's see, four minutes of penalty kill in that third period, even on the penalty kill, they didn't allow any high danger shots. And then even when you look at, at, um, you know, some of the, some of the other shots that they had, they, they only had six medium danger shots, uh, yeah. you know, or excuse me, seven medium danger shots against the one goal was on a medium danger shot. So, but even still, like even that is it, it, it it's rated only medium danger. And uh, mm-hmm. so the fact that they had, they had two high danger, seven medium danger of how many shots did they have? 22. Mm-hmm. So I mean, nine shots were like kind of like could have, you know, been a little yeah. bit uh, iffy, right? Um, and Vasi blocks and protects well, of course. Uh, and I think, you know, of course it would have been nice to have a shutout. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you're up four goals. Giving one up is not the biggest deal in the world yeah. again. Um, decently through the third period as well. So it's not like it was yeah. early and it was like a generator, if anything. I think those statistics, Kaylee, just really speak to yeah. how soundly this defense is starting to come together and work together. And within that, mm-hmm. within the defense, you know, growing and getting on the same page there, it also speaks to how well this team is starting to control the neutral zone. Um, and some of the games that they have let up or lost out in the second or third period, it's because that other team started to force them outside and take away the middle of the ice from them. And exactly. it was even noted how well Ross Colton and Corey Perry were helping make sure that neutral zone was completely the bolts to control. But I think all lines have made it a point of reference. And then we know that Coach Cooper made that a specific exercise in practice for the past couple of weeks now. So again, it just kind of ties back into the fact that they're taking what they work on in practice and it's translating into games and it's doing it in such a timely manner. And then to add to those great statistics of high danger and stuff, what's the other thing we've talked about here on Pucks and Bolts that have kind of shot this team in the foot? Giveaways. They only had three giveaways to the Flyers, six, and they had seven takeaways to their two. And we know who always helps contribute to that takeaway column. It's Brandon Hagel. And he even drew in a timely penalty in last night's matchup. So they're finding such a rhythm here in all elements and units of this game, not even just the unit of offense, defense, and special teams, but every element from four checking. And it's not just reciting on one player's shoulders. Everybody's getting involved. They're taking this we thing very seriously. We do know that that's a big hockey thing, but just seeing how that identity is now regrouping after the roster changed probably the most in two seasons. This team is worth talking about and they never like to get ahead of themselves, but a quarter way through the season, they keep building and growing and, you know, learning from practice and implementing new things. Then they're going to be so formidable come the new year. Absolutely. Casey, um, you make some excellent points. I, I think that it was a really, really good ending to a road trip and it kind of, you know, it makes sense. The lightning have today off. They're back in town. They're going to celebrate with their families. Uh, like Steven Stamko said, he's excited to get home to his boys. And, uh, he did say one other funny thing last night, Casey, he was holding up the, uh, the puck and he said, uh, Carter's not going to get this puck. He's not, we're, we're going to put this in a place high enough for him to where he's not going to use this dad, daddy's puck to, you know, fling around the, the floor or whatever. So, 
Uh, I thought that that was kind of funny that he said that. But the but the Lightning team, they're home today. They're enjoying time with their families before they go back to the rink tomorrow in front of the home crowd and will face off against the Maple Leaves. Casey, again, we yep. talked about how good of a game this was. 